to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again. Another Monday. Here we are. Uh, Just want to continue to say thank you to everyone who is out there listening. I truly appreciate uh, just the love and support that I've been getting since starting this podcast. I cannot believe that it has been so many months already. I think I'm going on about seven months right now. So really, really exciting. Um, I'm so glad that what I'm putting out there is something that is helping people. And yeah, just keep the love coming. I truly, truly appreciate it. Today, what we're going to talk about is actually a topic that came up in conversation with one of my personal training clients last week. And it may surprise you, but it was something she brought up as a suggestion to me, not me to her. So yes, I need to have these types of conversations too, just as much as everybody else. This podcast is not about me telling you how to live your life. It's about growing together. And so when this came up, I was like, yes, this is the perfect opportunity for me to share something that was directly relevant to me uh, very recently. So to give you some context, we were talking about the camping trip that I was getting ready to go on with my family. I booked a two-night camping trip for the four of us over Mother's Day weekend. And as my typical self, I was pretty unprepared. I tend to be one of those people that overbooks my schedule quite a bit and then puts a ton of high expectations on myself uh, to keep up with that schedule and all the things that it requires. So it was Thursday when I was training this client and my family and I were leaving Friday afternoon. So of course she asked me during our session if I was all packed up and ready to go and my response was nope. I definitely was not. I had done zero things like pulled nothing, none of our camping stuff out of storage yet. I didn't plan our food menu. I hadn't packed my bag. Like I had done absolutely nothing. And it was funny because the night before that, my eight-year-old had packed her bag on her own and kept reminding me, mommy, I packed my bag, but you still need to pack your bag. And um, I was like, oh, imagine that an eight-year-old that prepares at a whole extra level than I do. So there's definitely, um, yeah, just impressive on her part. But so I was chatting with my client. And um, when she asked if I was ready, and I replied, No, not yet. I said, I have a lot to do. That's something that I find myself saying a lot. I have a lot to do. I always have a lot to do. And her response was really exactly what I needed at that time. She said, it sounds like you might need to lower your expectations. And a light bulb went on in my head. I was like, huh, yeah, Sounds like I really do need to lower my expectations. And her and I actually went into a conversation about this a little bit, about how everyone tends to maybe put high expectations on themselves to a point where it might be unattainable, but especially women and mothers tend to do this. And if you're a mom or a woman, um, maybe you feel me on this a little bit, but we almost always feel like we're under a microscope, like we have to do everything perfect. We have to do everything right. Um, if it's, it can't just be good, it has to be great. My kids have to be 
extremely happy and pleased all the time. My family needs the best of the best and just good enough isn't enough and and all of these things. So, you know, for me, I had this huge fun weekend built up in my head, you know, setting up camp, making all kinds of delicious food on our outdoor stove, keeping the kids entertained, camp activities, fires, etc., all the things. But I had done nothing yet to prepare for it because my week had been extremely busy. Like, I hadn't even written out, like, the menu of what we were going to eat or gone shopping yet. We were leaving in less than 24 hours. And when my client, Nancy, said to me, sounds like you might need to lower your expectations, it was like it lifted a weight off my shoulders. She was right. You know, how many times in life do we put a ton of pressure on ourselves, even for things as small as a camping trip, right? Like... I mean, yes, we were going on a trip, and so yes, there's a certain level of preparedness you need for that, but at what level did I really need to be operating at to be prepared, right? And I had put all of this pressure on myself, and clearly it was something she could see too, because when she asked about it, my body language must have said exactly that, like, I'm super stressed because I have nothing done yet and I have so much to do. I have a lot to do. And that's always something I, you know, like I said, I find myself saying. And so, you know, how many times in life do we put a ton of pressure on ourselves and build all this up really because we're trying to make things perfect for everyone else? I mean, we put ourselves under a microscope because we're so focused on pleasing others. In this case, it was just me trying to please my kiddos and my husband, when in reality, they would be happy whether we had cereal and milk for breakfast or gourmet pancakes and bacon. Like, they wouldn't have cared in the least what we had to eat, right? But beyond this specific example, I was kind of just thinking down the road of of memories in my life and all the times that I built up a lot and put a ton of pressure on myself, put my expectations super high because I was worried about the outcome. And it was almost always an outcome based on what others think or maybe what others feel or experience. And that's kind of crazy, right? So, I mean, yes, if you're doing something for others, you want to have a positive outcome, but also you should be doing it kind of for you too, right? So think about your life right now. And is there something you're putting an undue amount of pressure on yourself for just because you're worried about others? And is that pressure causing you stress, sleepless nights, worry, fear? Is it something that deserves that amount of attention? Because the truth is, when we're planning something, an event, maybe a party, a work presentation, a school project, it's almost always focused on the outcome. Are my guests happy? Did I please my boss, my peers? Did I get a good grade? This kind of pressure is put on us starting as young as toddlers, if you think about it. Like, think about the amount of pressure we put on kids as soon as they start preschool. You have to learn your ABCs. You have to write your name. You have to this, that. You know, we have all these milestones and we put all this pressure on our kids starting from a young age too to perform well just so they can get a good mark or, you know, in the beginning, it's to please mom or please dad or did the teacher like it or, you know, things like that. And it's like, instead of just letting our kids grow up and explore and play and have fun, because that's how kids learn, right from the beginning, we start teaching them that there's high expectations on them. And if they don't meet those expectations, then maybe they're not worthy or they're not good enough. 
And really, this starts in preschool. And then we just go the rest of our lives from this base that we learned as young children that we have to be the best at everything. And if we're not the best and we don't meet those super high expectations, then we're not worthy. So it's like a black and white, right? There's not much in between or in the middle. It's like either you're the best or one of the best or you absolutely suck, right? And it really starts or surrounds ourselves pleasing others more so than we're pleasing ourselves. We're taught to feel good when others are happy with what we've done. I mean, sure, it feels good to host a fun party, get a compliment from the boss, get good grades. Obviously, good grades lead us down, you know, a path uh, of a proper education. But what did you get out of it besides the outcome? So if you only go into something thinking about the outcome, my expectations are I need to get an A on this paper or I need to be the best, you know, event thrower or, you know, whatever it is. But did you learn something along the way? Did you even enjoy it? Or were you too busy the whole time putting just this unwise amount of pressure on yourself to even notice what you gained in the meantime? Because this is one of, you know, one of those cliche sayings, but it's not about where you end up. It's about what you learn around along the way. And that's 100% true. I mean, even thinking about school, I think back to when I was in college and, you know, in the U.S., our school system is so focused on learn and regurgitate, learn and regurgitate. So there were so many things that I look back on now and realize like, man, I really didn't get as much out of that class as I could have because I was so focused on being able to regurgitate specific information that actually learning it and letting it sink into my brain wasn't even an objective that I had. And it really should have been, right? But at the time, I was just so concerned about um, the outcome and that high expectation, as opposed to the experience in getting there. And I'm not saying this necessarily in a way that it's wrong to give yourself a goal or expect yourself to get good grades or perform well. Obviously, that's not a bad thing, right? But there are very likely things in your life right now that you've given yourself the highest of expectations to perform, and you might not really need them to be that way. So like maybe it's your household. Say you're a mom, you work full time, and you just won't allow yourself to have a mess in the kitchen. So instead of letting the mess sit overnight, you stay up way past your bedtime cleaning, and then you're exhausted the entire next day. Whereas it would have been totally fine to leave a sink full of dirty dishes overnight and get them done in the morning or the next afternoon or whatever. Or, you know, I see this a lot. Maybe it's your nutrition. Say you have a goal to lose weight and you completely cut yourself off from having any dessert, like ever. You won't celebrate at a birthday party with cake. You won't, you know, eat ice cream with your kids, whatever. And then one day, if you have these super high expectations, you've held yourself to and you break and then you eat like a whole cake and then you hate yourself for it, right? (laughs) Something like that. Or maybe it's like me, just a camping trip that was really intended to be some unplugged time spent laughing and having fun with your family who could care less what food they ate, but instead you stress yourself out to the max to please them and you put that own pressure on yourself. Nobody put it on you but you. So I'll tell you what I did after that conversation. 
I resided to the fact that instead of trying to make all the best food for the weekend, which would in turn not only cost more money, but it would have kept me up late prepping. So because I had done nothing, not even the shopping, and then when I make, you know, bigger bigger servings or foods on a camping trip, I like to have them all prepared so they're ready to cook. I mean, I would have been up for hours and I still had to work the next morning. I still worked from seven to one straight through the next day before we left. So it was one of those things where I would have sacrificed my sleep and then went to work tired and then would have been even more tired showing up at the campsite exhausted already. So I decided I would just make things that were simple but enjoyable. I would pack myself as minimal as possible instead of trying to accommodate for every possible situation. And I would accept that if something isn't perfect, it wouldn't matter. So what we did was we ate things like scrambled eggs, sandwiches for lunch. I bought some prepackaged salads, grilled cheese. Um, You know, we kept it really simple. And guess what? It was great. The prep was easy. The cleanup was easy. None of us starved. We all enjoyed it. So what I want to encourage you to think about is start doing an intake on yourself and your life and where you lie on that scale of expectations. Are you building up situations in your mind to the point that makes them unenjoyable or uncomfortable, or maybe you're just missing the whole thing because of the amount of pressure you're putting on yourself? And that's usually what it is. It is usually pressure that we have learned to put on ourselves to expect nothing but the best all the time, 100% of the time from ourselves. And again, I mentioned earlier in this episode, I definitely feel like women and moms tend to do this to ourselves. And I'm not sure if it is something that's just kind of ingrained in us from a young age, if we've learned um, that as a mother, there are certain things that you have to be good at or have to excel at. Um, I see this all the time, you know, with with kids too, with with parents that have kids, moms or dads, like that pressure their kids to be the best or they have to play multiple sports at one time or, you know, like even in the summertime, you're not going to take time off of basketball season or even in the, you know, the winter, you're not taking time off of baseball. We're playing tournament baseball all year round because you have to be the best. And all we're doing is ingraining this in our children's heads about the expectations that we have of them when really an eight-year-old should just get to be an eight-year-old, right? Whether or not he or she likes to play sports, fine, or likes to, you know, excel at something, fine. But the forcefulness of, of our society that puts all this pressure on them to start, I guess, performing to the highest expectation at the youngest ages is really kind of a self-defeating purpose. So, you know, most of the time, those of us that do tend to put these high expectations on ourselves can look back to a point in their life where whether it came from the inside or external pressure, we started to understand that we weren't worthy of whatever it is, praise, love. We just, we weren't worthy of X, Y, and Z, unless we excel, unless we perform at the highest level, unless we please every single person, right? So I don't know if you guys are Enneagram um, people or not. If you don't know what your Enneagram is, you can look that up. But one of my 
biggest things on my Enneagram is I'm a people pleaser, right? So that can be a good thing. I like to please people. I like to make people happy. I like to make sure, you know, everything goes really well, whether that's just a camping trip with my family or on a larger scale. But the problem with that, too, is because I'm a people pleaser, I have very high expectations of myself. I put a lot of pressure on myself to the point where it does stress me out or it does tend to, you know, make me make poor choices like staying up late when I should be sleeping to finish something or all of a sudden a Sunday comes and I have to spend eight hours working on a Sunday to get everything done because I said yes to too many things, right? So that's another thing of being one of these high expectation people is like always saying yes, always wanting to please everyone. Um, I've definitely started to learn in my own life that I do have to put uh, a line down somewhere and say no sometimes. And I have always been one of those people, if someone reaches out and they're like, hey, Cassie, do you want to run this for us or organize this or do this? I'm like, yes, 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 I can do all the things. And just over this last year or so, I've started to realize I don't have to say yes to everything. Just because somebody asks you doesn't mean you're required to do it. And if you're going to say yes, to really think about what you're going to gain from it. Do I want to do this thing? And what kind of pressure or stress will it put on my life? And is it worth it? Is it worth me going under all of this just so that I can do that, right? And sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes the answer is no. But if you are one of those people like me that tends to say yes way too much because we're way too eager to please people, and also it feels really good to please people, right? I'm not saying it doesn't feel good. That's why a lot of us do it. We've learned from a young age that if you do well, people will be proud of you, and then that can make you feel good. But what about being proud of yourself? What about how you feel, your experience, right? Like that deserves a place in all this decision making too. So when you say yes to something, before you say yes to something, think about, is this something that really will serve me as a person on my personal journey through my personal growth right now? Is that something that's going to serve me or is this something that I'm just doing to please others and hoping that I feel good because I've made someone else happy, right? So I want to encourage you to do a little intake on yourself and see where you lie on that scale of expectations. Are you someone that is doing way too much, trying to please way too many people, putting or maybe just putting an undue amount of stress on yourself in situations where maybe you don't need to, right? Like a situation with my two kids and my husband where I'm like, oh my gosh, I still have to get all this food prepped and whatever. It's like, no, you don't. You can literally bring along a box of cereal and be fine. Like that's not what this is about, right? You don't have to be all the time 100% on top of your game. It's okay to lower your expectations a little. Give yourself a little wiggle room. Even in your like your fitness and your nutrition and your health, like we have to be realistic because if we give ourselves unrealistic goals or the highest of expectations and then when we don't meet them, we just 
you know, feel really crummy about it, that's no good either. Because there's plenty that you do along the way between starting a journey and taking an assessment of that journey, however long that period of time is. And even if you haven't hit your weight goal or been on nutrition 100% or drank all your water every single day, there is room to celebrate all the little things along the way. So if you give yourself those super high expectations, you'll never be able to celebrate, right? And you should celebrate every single day. You should celebrate the accomplishments that you've made. Heck, I am celebrating the accomplishments I didn't make. I am celebrating giving up some of those high expectations, lowering my bar so that I could just sit back and enjoy a little bit. So that is my message for you today. What part of your life could you lower your expectations on just a little bit in a way that makes it less stressful and more enjoyable in situations that it should be? And how can you start applying this lesson a little bit more and learning to celebrate those small things along the way, even if they're not perfect? And now I'll leave you with something else I say all the time. Life is absolutely about progress and not perfection. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.